Sailing God's People with your host, Dennis Beer. We're in a new year. Blessed new year to you in 2022. The path of the just is as a shining light that shineth more and more into the perfect day. That means there's more light that will be given to us each day that we come approaching the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. When he comes the second time without sin and salvation for the salvation of his saints. We're living in the last of the last days. No one will refute that. But what's God's doing now? That he's always has stated in the word of God of what his will is. The will of God from the foundation of the world has been to gather all things together in one in Christ Jesus. To have and prepare for himself many sons unto glory. And that is what he's doing now and will continue to do. But it's going to accelerate. It will crescendo. It will epoch into the final perfecting of the body of Christ unto the measure of the statue of Jesus Christ unto a perfect man. This is the will of God that he's doing now. The main thing that we want to see in 2022 is that we're not in the second day anymore. After the second day, I will revive you. That's in Hosea 6. And the whole judgments of God are to get us to come to the revelation of who he is. Come and let us return to the Lord, the true Lord, the real Jesus. For he's torn, he'll heal us, he's smitten, he'll bind us up. All the judgments of God are to reveal who he is. Now, all God's ways are judgment, and all God's ways are perfect. Therefore, those that diligently seek him will find him when we seek for him with all of our heart. So therefore, right now, we're in that third day. That's the season we're in now. We're not in a Pentecostal season any longer. He expects us to grow up into him in all things and all truth. That we may, may be presented blameless at his coming, both spirit, soul, and body. A church that may be presented to him in a perfect mirror image of Jesus. A church without spot and without blemish. That's our duty as ministers to bring the word of God and to unto perfection in the proceeding word of God, not something that's uh, been passed and going about uh, the fundamentals of salvation or sanctification, but unto holiness. Or whosoever we yield our members as body servants, as bodies to obey him or the servants to whom we obey. And that is, even though we have the Holy Ghost, we can still be carnally minded and bring forth sin unto death. Just as Paul stated in Hebrews 6, whosoever you yield your members, uh, your members of your body as servants to obey him or the servants to whom you obey, of obedience unto righteousness unto holiness, without which no man shall see the Lord. So we're way further down the road now. The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Our salvation is closer than when we first believed. So in 2022, we pray that you grow in grace of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, and uh, that grace be with you. We, uh, there many ministers have called, text, uh, wanting us to come and be with you. Uh, right now, the finances forbid that. We can't do it. We just don't have it. Have it. Uh, we're streaming. We'll do streaming for if you have want us to come into your churches. Many of you have asked us to do that. There's over a thousand ministers there. Uh, we're doing the best we can. We're scheduling those to coming to your churches. 
they're all over the world. Would you just let us know any way we can assist or help and uh, edify uh, there the work that you're doing to help perfect the body of Christ. We'll we will do that. Uh, we'll be as servants, pop the rag, shine your shoes, so to speak, uh, to uh, to assist you in perfecting the body of Christ and the unadulterated word of God. A uh, little eleven, eleventh, a whole lump. We must be walking in the light as he's in the light. Then we have fellowship one with another, blood flow, and the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. We are not in Pentecost anymore. We're not in that second day. We're in the third day. And in that third day is where he will lift us up and we'll live in his sight. We follow another Lord is going forth as prepared as the morning. He will come to us as the rain, the former and the latter rain. Now, many have, uh, even in the 40s, uh, 1940 to 50, along in that time, they had a latter rain movement, but not according to the true word of God. The devil has always tried to emulate what God is doing in a false copy of it, and always the false comes first and then the real. There was many that claimed to be Christ and uh, uh, deceived many. Uh, but the Lord... The true God in eternal life is manifest and signs and miracles, divers, wonders, and gifts of the Holy Ghost confirm it. Not that the people follow uh, the signs and they follow the Lord and then the signs follow the believer. So therefore, God will do a great work in the last days and greater works than these shall you do, Jesus said, because I go to the Father. We're not only going to do the uh, redemption miracles of Jesus and heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead, cast out devils, on blind eyes, saloon, dumb, tongue, lame, walk, and cab to go free. But we'll also do the judgment miracles of Moses, just as it's stated in Revelation 11, and also the restoration or restitution miracles, kingdom miracles of Elijah. And that's the reason we see that Moses and Elijah with Jesus on the Mount of Transfiguration uh, were the inner three, Peter, James, and John, on that Mount of Transfiguration. The greatest time to be alive in the body of Christ is now. Going into 2022, uh, great things are hit simply because the path of the justice is a shining light. It shineth more and more into the perfect day. We know that God's revealing more than he has in previous days past because he said he would. The light shines more and more for the path of the just. Therefore, we're not in that Pentecostal season. We're in a season of tabernacles, a higher glory, and that is unto perfection. Now, we've been told that can't come unto perfection. Don't let anyone tell you that. We're coming unto the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ, growing up in him in all things, all truth, that we will not be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine, the sealing of God's people, the servants of God in their foreheads, happening now that after we've received the preceding word of God in present truth, then we're sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise until the promised possession. The Holy Spirit of promise there is what we're sealed with, which is, uh, he speaks of me, Jesus said, and it's the word of God. So that word is leading us on, the Holy Ghost leading us into all truth. And it's given us to know all things, and it's given us to know all truth, no lies of the truth. It is the revelation of Christ. All God's judgments are to reveal one thing, who he is. And that is that he is the true God and eternal life, and beside him there is no other God. There's no trinity, there's no tunis, and there's no oneness doctrine of Christ, that Christ is the true God and eternal life, that the man is God, and there's not another. Use various office of that one spirit, 
to reveal and to purchase salvation, redemption, sanctification, our ultimate glorification through his work, through what he did in the work of Calvary, Golgotha. So we, the body of Christ, is God doing a new thing. That's not a different word. It's always been established. The word of God is, is forever settled in heaven. It's not a new, new word, but it is a new thing. It's a higher level of glory. We're in a different season. The season of Pentecost has been two days or 2,000 years that we've been in it. Now we're in a new time, a new season. And that season, we must walk in that truth. For man shall live by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. We cannot stay in a different season and build a grove and be a prophet of the grove and the Lord pass us by. We have to be walking in the light as he's in the light to have fellowship one with another, the blood flow. Then the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. God is doing it now. What are we in? There's a change of raiment now for the body of Christ. That garment, that Pentecostal garment that we have been in Pentecostals as we have been called for many years is now a change of raiment. All that are called by the name of Jesus before the Lord is a brand plucked out of a fire. That's the sealing. Just like you would brand, uh, take the seal and engraving of an engraver, the engraving of a signet, and seal that individual, the believer, the servant of God. Well, the brand plucked out of a fire is that Joshua, son of Joseph, that called by the name of Jesus, the son of righteousness. We'll find those be the two sons of Oil and Zechariah 4. That's the two, and it says that's the body of Christ in the fullness of Jesus and the full knowledge of Jesus unto perfection, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Therefore, that's where we are now, and we cannot stay in Pentecost. It's the truth and was truth back then, still truthful though, but now it is a higher glory. And a proceeding word of God is in tabernacles now. God's doing a new thing. We must receive it. We can't just stay in the old store of Pentecost and say we're right with God. Many will say the old store is better and will not make, make them a new wineskin. To receive that new thing, that word of God in the new season, is the new wine. It's a higher revelation of that same Jesus, but it's in a higher revelation, and that is the revelation of Jesus Christ that God gave unto John. John got to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. We find that in Revelation 1, verse 1, the revelation of Jesus Christ that God gave unto him to show unto his servants things. Those are things of faith. That's a faith that was once delivered to the saints, but it's in the final glory. These things which must shortly come to pass, that and signified it, signed it, sealed it by his angel, signified it as servants to John. Now, John is the body of Christ, and that's what we'll see. As we look at Revelation 10, as God's revealing more and more of the word of God to us. And John, he heard what the seven thunders uttered in their voices and was about to write and said, write it not. We have to get in the book individually for each, each and every individual believer, measure in part, to be compacted together for the edifying of itself in love. We can't just take it from a pulpit and say what generally is preached from 
uh, one is a one size fits all because God has put the measure of faith into every individual believer. So now it is a quest to find the will of God for each individual's life and do it. Many, if they do not understand that, will not be able to enter the kingdom of heaven. Just as Jesus said, not all that say to me, Lord, Lord, will be able to enter in the kingdom of heaven because they did not do the will of God. Even though they were believers, their only problem was they didn't go in and finish a race. They ran the race, but they were hindered. They didn't fall on to know the Lord. They didn't complete it. Don't you know that I'll run a race, but only one winneth the prize. We're depressed toward the mark for the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. That requires a diligently seeking him. Woe be unto them that are at ease in Zion. Jesus said, I'll search Jerusalem with candles and punish all them that are settled on their lead. Those that are settled and not pressing toward the mark, he said there will be punished. They will not be able to go on. So we take heed how we hear. The same measure we meet with all be measured to us again. We see the word of God and the Holy Ghost leads us and guides us into all truth. We receive it. And by doing so in obedience comes unto righteousness, which will yield the peaceful fruits of holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. That is imperative. It's critical to enter into the kingdom of heaven. That requires us to walk in present Truth, the proceeding word of God by which every man shall live by the proceeding word of God. Every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. That's present truth. Well, we have been in Pentecostal season for 2,000 years. Now God is bringing us into a higher level of glory, just as he said he would unto perfection. Now in Pentecost, we saw through a glass darkly. That's the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, that law of liberty. It was seen through a glass darkly. It was a different season that even as Paul stated about the work of the ministry concerning the cherubim, the living creatures of Revelation 4 and 5. He said in Hebrews 9, there's a worldly sanctuary with a divine service. And he goes on and says the cherubim of glory shadowing the mercy seat of which now we cannot speak particularly. Why not? Because he's in a different season. It's a season of Pentecost. Seen through a glass darkly. But now we're not seen through a glass darkly. We all with open face beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord. All pure glory of God are changed into the very same image. We see that in 2 Corinthians 3. God's doing it now. So don't let anybody tell you you cannot go into perfection to the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ unto a perfect man because the church he's coming back for is without spot and without blemish. It's perfect in all our ways that we all may be presented blameless at his coming, both spirit, soul, and body. Even men and seducers will wax worse and worse. How do you know the tribe of spirits? Now, we will cover that. And it's very simple. That Jesus Christ is God. He's the only true God. He's the God in you. He's the Father in you. He is the Christ in you. There's not a trinity. There's not a, a binary to this. 
There's not a oneness where the man is not God, but has God any. No, the man is God. Always has been God and always will be God. He is the spirit of God that took on a body of flesh and blood, not a fleshly blood man that was baptized in the Holy Ghost. He is that spirit. He is the Holy Ghost that made himself a body of flesh and blood. Those that come into that revelation and all of God's judgments are perfect. All of God's ways are perfect. All of God's judgments, all his ways are judgment to reveal one thing, that he is God and there's not another. It's very simply giving the glory due unto his name. Jesus, Jehovah, salvation. He is Jehovah, giving him that glory. It's just that simple. Well, the Lord is that spirit. That's where we have to understand Jesus is that only Lord. There's not two Lord. There's one body, one spirit, one Lord. One faith, one baptism. That's by revelation. So God has shown forth his glory in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in earth and vessels that the excellency of the power might be of God and not of ourselves. What is it to reveal? The Lord is that spirit, 2 Corinthians 3.17. Not a spirit junior, not a second person to Godhead. Jesus is the Lord. The Lord is that spirit. He is the Father of glory. He is the Word. He is the Holy Ghost. He is God. He is Jehovah, Lord God Almighty. He's the Elohim. He's the Allah through the Tal, the Alpha and Omega, the A through the Z of every attribute that God is, was, or ever will be. And that's why the judgments will be manifest in the earth to reveal his identity. Then all shall know him from the least to the greatest. For the knowledge of the glory of the Lord will cover the earth as the waters cover the seas. What is the work now? It's the work of the ministry. So God has shown forth his glory in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels. Notice how he puts it on the body of Christ. The burden is on us now. Anyone says the burden of the Lord, the burden of the Lord will be cut off. The burden's on us. And we, the body of Christ, is in a different season now. The new thing that God is doing for the new wine that must be put in the new wineskins. We must make our priest chambers in order to be able to enter in there in these days and be sealed by that Holy Spirit of promise. And that, sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise until we receive the promised possession. And what is that? We have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power might be of God and not of ourselves. It's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Zerubbabel is the king priesthood. We find that on the kingly side, the dynasty of David in that legal line to the throne of David in Matthew 1, 12. That's the king. The priestly line, which we are called for kings and priests, the priestly line is also, we see Zerubbabel again. In Luke 3.27, there's a king priesthood, and it's in Zerubbabel, and that's the generation now that we are called by Zerubbabel, that we are born in Babylon to come out of her unto perfection. And that's the reason why. Zerubbabel, son of Sheltiel, Sheltiel, I've asked El for a son. What is Zerubbabel? Born in Babel, Babylon. That were given by Cyrus, that king, to rebuild the temple. But they despised, said, who has despised the day of small things? They'll rejoice when see they pl- see that plummet in the hands of Zerubbabel. Why? Because it's going to be far greater 
far greater than Solomon's temple. It'll be far greater than anything that has ever been done for the perfecting of the body of Christ. God have provided some better thing for us that they, all of those that died in faith, having never received the promise, should not be made perfect without us. So therefore, the burden's on us. And uh, at that time, Zerubbabel, you are the one. Son of Shelty, along with Joshua, the son of Joseph, that there's a change of raiment. Changing from the Pentecostal garments to the tabernacle garments. No more Pentecostals, but tabernacleists. And you want a buzzword? That's not a buzzword. It's the Holy Ghost word. Tabernacleist. God's doing a new thing. Don't miss out. Because we're either in the present truth or we're building a grove, a prophet of the grove. Take heed how we hear. For the same measure we meet with all shall be measured to us again. To him the half shall be given and he'll have the more. But him that hath not, and a new thing, the Holy Ghost is moving, but we don't hear it. We don't obey it. He'll be taken away, even that which he has. That means with God, it's all or nothing. We have to go all the way in. And that is why it is imperative that we hear the voice of the Lord. And as it will speak louder and louder, that trumpet will speak louder and louder, as it did in the days of Moses whenever Israel was delivered out of Egypt and the Lord descended on Mount Sinai. That trumpet became louder and louder. You couldn't miss it. Well, the same, the Lord now says, I won't just shake that earth only like I did with with, uh, the deliverance of Israel from Egypt. Now I will do a greater thing. I will not shake earth only. The Lord hath promised yet once more. I shake not the earth only as I did back then, but delivering Israel from Egypt, but I'll shake also the heaven, that all that can be shaken may be removed as the things that are made. Everything man-made doctrine will be removed. But those things, the things of faith that cannot be moved may remain. The remnant of our seed that keeps the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus. Seeing then that we have a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace whereby we may serve God with reverence and godly fear, for our God is a consuming fire. O earth, 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 hear you the word of the Lord. He will famish all the gods of this earth. It's through judgment late to the line, righteousness to the plummet. It has surprised the hypocrite. The nominations didn't understand it. But the people that really sought their God with all their heart, the Lord Jesus, will be established for the work of the ministry. Therefore, if it's a time to be stirred up, it is now. Because uh, the time of our salvation draweth nigh. The time of our salvation is drawing closer than when we first believed. What is that? That we're now in that tabernacle season. There's a change of raiment. Pentecost won't do anymore. And they said, how dare you? No, let us go on to perfection, Hebrews 6. Therefore, let us go on, leaving therefore. Then say forget, but leaving therefore the first principles of the doctrine of Christ. There's many principles of the doctrine of Christ, the first principles of the doctrine of Christ, but there's many. All the work of God is in Christ. Therefore, leaving the first principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on to the end of Christ, laying not just the foundation, but his hands will finish it. Zerubbabel, 
the ones that come unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. And they will rejoice when they see that plummet in the hand of Zerubbabel, the church of the living God, saying, Grace, grace unto it. When they bring forth the capstone, the final headstone, the completion and the fullness of the measure of the statue of Jesus Christ in the body of Christ, the Lord perfecting his body and bringing many sons into glory. This is what he's doing now. We can't miss it. At that time, Zerubbabel is the king priesthood. We see that that he is the king priest, the, the one listed on both sides of the genealogy of Jesus, one the biological priestly line in Luke, Luke 3.27, as well as the dynasty line and the legal line of the kingly line of David in Matthew 1.12. He's the one. That's the generation of this that shall be counted for the seed that is now upon us, the body of Christ. It is a very, profound truth that we must enter in to that measure of the stature of Jesus Christ under perfection, that we all may be presented blameless at his coming, both spirit, soul, and body. Now, what's the new thing? A woman will come a man, Revelation 12. The woman comes a man is not Mary bringing forth Jesus 2,000 years ago. It's a remnant of her seed that keeps the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus. It's the ones that will be used for the work of the ministry in the last days. The gospel of the kingdom being preached in all the world for witness in all nations, then the end will come. It'll be the ones that have grown up in him and all things and not tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. Without the sealing of God, the Spirit speaketh expressly in the last days, some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Without the seal of God, in that truth of the word of God, in present truth and the preceding word, they will be seduced in doctrines of devils and these seducing spirits that if it were possible, the very elect would be deceived. The elect of God will go on to perfection and they will walk in the light as he's in the light and they will go on from Pentecost into tabernacles, from Pentecostals to tabernaclist. This is the word that God has sent forth into all the nations now. Many are receiving it especially the ministers there, some uh, that have been in the nominal doctrines there of Christ in a trinity for 50, 60 years are coming out into a true one God doctrine. Not all word, it's his word. Not not all working or any of our righteousness or holiness, but his name's sake and the power of the Holy Ghost, leading and guiding us into all and to the true Jesus going up into him alone in all things and all truth. So there's a change of raiment going on right now. There's a ceiling going on. And uh, that brand plucked out of a fire are the cherubim that Paul could not talk about in Pentecost, gathering the mercy seat of which now Paul said we cannot speak particularly. Hebrews 9 5. It's revealed to us in Revelation 4 and 5 of the living creatures of Zoe. It is a cherubim of glory of the olive trees in 1 Kings 6.23. It is an engraving of an engraver in the cedar work that God will uncover the cedar work. In uh, that engraving of an engraver in the signet and the walls of cedar in the most holy place, the holiest of all, the holy of holies, we find the engraving of an engraver of cherubim, palm trees, and open flowers. This is the season that we're in now. Far higher, greater than glory, uh, than Pentecost. Is it Jesus? Yes, it's always been Jesus. Always will be Jesus. Going up into him, we're going from babies 
the little children, the young men, and the over men, the young men have overcome the world because the word of God is strong in them, and they've overcome the wicked one, 1 John 2, 12 through 14. But now the fathers, the fathers are the ones that are full grown, weaned from the milk of the full age, and they're skillful in the word of righteousness, obedience unto righteousness, unto holiness. The fathers, I write unto you, fathers, John said, because you have known him that's from the beginning. I have written unto you, fathers, because you've known him that's from the beginning. Why? Because it's progressive. Him that's from the beginning is the word of God, forever established in heaven. Whenever the heaven and earth is on fire, the word will be the thing that stands. That's the reason we're sealed. After we've received the word, this word, after we receive the word of truth, we are sealed. And that progressive truth, that progressive revelation, we've gone from faith to faith, from glory to glory, from faith to faith, for faith is the substance of things we're uh, hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Well, that faith are the things of God which are eternal. And from glory to glory, from faith to faith, from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. So that final step is charity, which will cover a multitude of sins. That's the reason charity is the bond of perfectness coming to the measure of the statue of Jesus. And we've added to our faith virtue, virtue, knowledge, knowledge, temperance, temperance, patience, patience, godliness, which is the God life, unto brotherly kindness, unto charity, which will cover a multitude of sins. Why? Because it's doing the will of God, having that blood applied. Walking in the light is he's in the light in the preceding word of God. That blood in the New Testament given for you, eating the flesh of Jesus and drinking his blood. Don't miss out. We're talking and as, as best we can in obedience to the Holy Ghost and bringing this great truth as servants of God to the various ministers and the various nations. Many are receiving it. Most there have questions. But through, the, through their obedience, that God is confirming it. In the word of God, if you can't find it in the word, and not distorted truth, and I mean the truth of God, forever settled in heaven, then it's not the word of God. And how do you try the spirits? Simply... There's many false prophets, not just some. There's many false prophets that's entered into the world. And you got to try. We all have to try the spirits to see whether they are of God. Any spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh, not has come, is come. A present imperfect tense. Some Bibles have already mistranslated that and said has come. No, it's is come. Is come, and Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. That is a present perfect tense, and the verb tense means that it is presently still happening, and it has not been perfected yet. The present imperfect tense is God. That means that you have to have the revelation of Christ, that he is the Father of glory. He is the, the Christ. He is the Holy Ghost that is still coming in the flesh. That body of Christ, uh, the Gentiles still being able to save uh, be saved as the ecclesia, the elect of God. By grace, through faith, are we saved. And that grace reigns through righteousness. And that righteousness 
is not of the law. By the works of the law, no flesh should be saved, but the righteousness of God by faith. And we're going from faith to faith, from glory to glory. And that is the final consummation of all things unto perfection. And then Jesus will put in the sickle and reap his harvest. Any spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, the Holy Ghost, the Word of God, that he is the everlasting Father, is coming in the flesh, still coming, is of God. But if they say he's the second person of God, second person of the Godhead, or the man's not God, Jesus Christ is not God, he's not, he's this, the spirit, but he's not the man, well, they've denied the Son of God. That revelation, but any confessant confesses not that Jesus Christ is coming to flesh. They don't confess that. Is the mark of the beast. And is that spirit of Antichrist? John said so. So what is the mark of the beast? The number of a man. And his number is key Z stigma. Key Christ, 600. Z, written as a snake, 60 in rebellion. Stigma, original being flesh. Jesus Christ is coming to flesh. Well, they say, no, Jesus Christ is not. Key Z, 60, written as a snake, called to strike. We'll always deny that Jesus Christ is the Father of glory, that he is the one God, always has been God, and always will be God that is coming in the flesh, saving for salvation, justification, sanctification, ultimate glorification. So that is how we test the spirits. And there will be many false prophets that will come in their own name, trying to build them a city, changing times and seasons, not understanding the season of God that we're in in tabernacles, and the Feast of Trumpets, the ministry voice of Jesus. We want to make sure that we're hearing the true voice of God. We want to make sure that it's confirmed uh, there by the Holy Ghost uh, and, uh, and parallels with the Word of God. By doing so, we'll grow up in him in all things and all truth and be presented blameless at his coming. Then the Lord will say, well done, thou good and faithful servant, and thou to the joy of the Lord. There has been uh, faithful in a few things. I'll make you re- a ruler over many. But we don't want to hear. Depart from me, you workers of iniquity, lawlessness. You didn't follow my leading, even though that you were at one time a newborn baby in the true Jesus. Or little children that called him Lord. Now, don't say to me, Lord, Lord, will be able to enter in. You call him Lord. You were there. But he said, not all the saying to me, Lord, Lord, will be able to enter in. You were definitely believers. And God knew that he is the father of glory, calling the Lord, Lord Jehovah God Almighty. Yet, Jesus said, not all that say that will be able to enter in. And no man can call Jesus Lord except by the Holy Ghost. Then he said, because you did not do the will of God. They began to profess unto Jesus, Lord, we've done many wonderful works in your name, prophesy in your name. We've cast out devils in your name. Then he was professing to depart from me. You worked up iniquity. I never knew you. Iniquity, lawlessness. You did not listen and obey my voice. That is what we're seeing happening in Revelation 2nd and 3rd chapter now. The voice of the Lord's coming to the churches and is, I know thy works. The devil says, there is no works. Oh, yes, there is. And Jesus is looking for works that accompany salvation unto perfection. Just just like he told the Sardis church, I have not found thy works perfect. Just like he told the church at Ephesus, repent and do your first works over. 
If you don't, repent and do your first works over. I'm going to remove the candlestick out of its place. You'll have no light. It's required. But then we go into a higher level of glory than that. And that is the living creatures. Those are the, those living creatures are the two olive trees. Uh, and those two olive trees are touching the walls of salvation and the seed of work that God's uncovering now. Not one that we have painted with vermilion, but is overlaid with gold, the glory of God. And those are the cherubim, palm trees and open flowers upon the walls of cedar and the holiest of all at God's anointing, the most holy place. That's what he's doing now. There's much, much more to come. Tune into the podcast. The ministers and the various members of churches, if you'd like to have us come, we would love to be there, help you, assist you in any way we can for the furtherance of the gospel, for the edifying of the body of Christ. All you have to do, you can give us a call. The country code is 1 plus, and the area code 903 Leave a message. I'll get back to you. We're having many phone calls. Uh, if we can't uh, be there with you, uh, flying transatlantic, we have made many trips since 2012 uh, to Ghana, Kenya, Africa, whatever, but we don't have the finances now. That uh, we will... Uh, stream the service to you. Uh, we can uh, stream a service back and forth there for you in your churches, uh, help you in any way we can. We're doing that now. So if you'd like to have that done again, uh, country code one plus, area code 903-746-4885. Uh, or you can write to Dennis Spirit, Post Office Box 2906, Longview, Texas, zip code 75606. Or you can drop us a message, many of you have, over the websites, sealinggodspeople.org, sealinggodspeople.com, or dennisbeard.org. Either way, we'll get your message. I'll respond back, and we'll look together to work for the furtherance of the gospel of Jesus Christ and the all truth. Uh, there, we thank you for your prayer support. We're praying for you as well. For the body of Christ come in the unity of the faith. Well, until the next time, this is Brother Dennis Beard saying, Have a happy, blessed new year, and behold the real Jesus.